Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast, where Drive Time Meets Late Night Talk Show as we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're recording live from Little New Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive. Courtney, I nailed it, but also, how are you doing? <laughs> you did nail it. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm feeling exuberant is that a word i don't know but i'm feeling exuberant because i made it through it is okay i'm on fire uh you know you know what you know what shout out to my wife ashley for making a bomb meal because i think that's what's going on because <laughs> i think so often i do this podcast on an empty stomach and i'm like oh welcome to the Hindu <laughs> podcast i'm your host <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean full stomach i'm good well mostly full because i i have this thing where i don't eat like to the full capacity because that just makes me sleepy that's mm -hmm. that's how you defeat the itis is if you don't yeah. eat until you're stuffed so that's true that's a good point yeah you just eat until you're satisfied. also that's like what most doctors will tell you is <laughs> eat until you're satisfied and then stop it's crazy mm -hmm. right I mean, it's simple logic, but no, people just want to keep stuff in their face and like, oh, I can't move and just roll, just roll me over. And no, no, just <laughs> eat. Do you have enough? I mean, mm -hmm. that's included with maybe buffets, perhaps, perhaps. I mean, depending on how much that buffet costs. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Or a Brazilian steakhouse, for example. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to go. I still am jealous about that, by the way. So thanks for hey. bringing it up. I'm telling you that you've got reasons to come visit Connecticut. True. Mm -hmm. True facts. You're right. It's getting it's getting warmer out here. It is. No no threat of snow. Right. I mean, there hasn't really been a... Th well, okay, I take that back because the last, I think, two episodes <laughs> I mentioned snowfall. So, But it wasn't mm -hmm. real snow. It wasn't real. It was like, we're here and then it was gone the next day. So you could have still... Real come. enough. Nope. Real enough. No, no, you could have gone. You could have, you know, been in your hotel room, saw the saw the uh, the snow fall outside. I'm like, oh, that looks so pretty. And then it's time to go outside, and it's already gone. See, you could. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think you're hear, hearing what I'm saying. I'm choosing is... to ignore the negativity from <laughs> your opinion. Okay, ignore it all you want, but I said what I said. Okay, I mm -hmm, said mm -hmm. what I said. Very well. We'll move on. How was your weekend? <laughs> it was fabulous. Busy, but full and full in a good way. Like I'm full as a person. Mm. So not stuffed, but satisfied. So Ooh, nice. Um I had a great a great weekend. How was yours? What did you do? Mine was I had a great weekend as well. It was very relaxing, very like unplugged as I called it and mm -hmm. a bit of a reset so that was nice we had an un mm -hmm. was an unplanned semi-planned date night 
And we nice. went to go see John, John Wick 4. Nice. Nice. A lot of fun. And I just read uh, that this one uh, broke records. Like it broke. Mm. Actually, no, it was the the box office was much more than the first three. I don't know if that really? means combined, but still oh. like, yeah. So, and for good reason too, because I mean, this movie just keeps getting better, or the series rather just keeps getting better, like with each one, mm-hmm. which is very hard to do. Yeah, so, no spoilers. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. One day it will happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I'm not gonna, you know, uh, what's the word? Grill you, I suppose, about uh when that will be or how many of you've seen so far. But the funny thing about it is how many people have actually told me or at least me and Ashley, cause we were saying, Hey, we're going to go see this. We'll, we're surprised by the amount of people who've gone to see it. Like people we didn't even expect, like you like action movies like this. Like it's just a straight up shoot 'em up, but shoot 'em up mm. with a story. It's a story. Mm. And heart yeah. with, with heart. It's, it's, pushing it a little bit but i'm gonna give it to you (laughs) i'm gonna give it to you because the heart is in the form of a puppy or a dog yeah Mm -hmm. and the soul if there was a moral to the entire franchise thus far because there is more Mm -hmm. on the way that don't mess with dogs that's the yeah don't mess with dogs and it's i mean it, it keeps coming back to that theme pretty much in each film so I love it. There's more to come. I don't know if they officially greenlit a John Wick four, uh, John Wick five. I'm sorry. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's been official yet. There's been talk since John Wick three came out. So we'll see. There's a movie called uh, Ballerina that is directly from this world, this uh, John really? Wickian world. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's supposed to be coming out, I think, later this year. I think. And. There's also a series called The Continental that's supposed to be coming out on Peacock. So, you know. Continental. I've heard of that. I've heard of it, but that's all I got is that I've heard of it. I don't, <laughs> but well, I, did I can, not know that it, it's it was not a spoiler. Though. Okay. It, it's, it's not a spoiler. The Continental is the hotel that all these hitmen and assassins can stay at uh, for mm-hmm. not for free, but like. As long as you're there, you can't conduct any business. I'm putting that in quotes. You can't see them, mm-hmm. but they're in quotes. You can't mm-hmm. conduct any business. No murdering, no shooting, no killing. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or I think even harming. Out here, you're even supposed to, yeah, maybe you could do a little light punching. Just no killing. So, mm-hmm. Okay. So they, I mean, this, this whole world that John Wick lives in has, a, has rules, has a system. So okay. this... I think we just go deeper into that lore. And Courtney, let me tell you, Courtney, Jenny, Hinton, Allen, let me tell you. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm listening. Now you got my attention. Putting my whole fake government name out there. I had to. I had to. Because there is so much like Easter eggs and lore. Like the mm-hmm. deeper you go, like if you start from movie one and then get to four, like you see how high this really goes. So just wow. imagine all the detail that they put into this, this movie is going to be in the show. It's not more so. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm trying to tell you to get ready. Cause I mean, the well, way that we feel about like diving into the matrix and 
mm-hmm. these Marvel films. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have heard nothing but good things about this franchise and I can't believe I haven't seen any of them because I've seen none of them. I mean, I knew about the dog. I know Keanu Reeves. That's it. So I don't know how I missed it, but I'm willing to jump in now. So, you know, that's where I am. Well, it's going to sound like I am a shill for Peacock today, but (laughs) you can watch all three films there. And I don't necessarily recommend back to back unless you have that kind of time. If you do, Mm -hmm. great, because they run right into each other. Like as soon as the first one ends, it picks up pretty much the second one picks up like right after like moments after it's great. I love Mm -hmm. it. So there's that. Um, Also on Peacock, I just want to put this out here. I have not finished watching it. This is not a recommendation. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what it is. It is called Paul T. Goldman. And it is a, it's a true crime documentary satire comedy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm not sure I'm mixing any other word, but it's a six episode series about this guy who uh, discovered that his ex-wife is a hooker dating Mm -hmm. her pimp, but also working to, um, I think as a sex trafficker, I think, or something. I don't know. He's trying to uncover all of the scandal and he wasn't getting any like help or attention. So he decided to write Mm -hmm. a book about it. And then he tried to write a screenplay based on that book. Yes. Yes. I've seen this. Yeah. So I've seen the trailer for it. (laughs) So it's, it's pretty interesting. So I've got one episode left and yeah, I I don't know. It's, it's pretty quirky. Like the character himself, Paul, he's a, he's a, he's a very interesting character. So watch it, I guess for that. But again, that's not a recommendation. I'm just saying this is something mm-hmm. that I came across over the weekend on mm-hmm. Peacock. And mm-hmm. I got one episode left. So, yeah, that, that's that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so, I have seen I have seen the trailers and stuff for that. And at first I was like, this, is, this seems a little off. I can't tell if this is real, if it's satire, if it's a documentary, what is going on. And then, like, yeah, I think I had to that. look it up. I had to look it up and I was like, ah, it's all of the above. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. it. All right. (laughs) Absolutely. So with that, and I guess we're going to dive into one of the larger topics I wanted to discuss, and that's something called fast channels. Are you familiar with what that is? No, never heard of that. So fast is actually an acronym for free ad supported streaming television. Okay. And that is technically what Peacock is, which I didn't think it was, but I guess it is now. So that means if you're watching a streaming channel or mm-hmm. uh, such as Peacock and there are commercials, then mm-hmm. and you don't pay for it, then therefore, you know, it's free. It is ad supported. Mm-hmm. You're streaming it, you're watching television. So mm-hmm. that is a fast channel. So Okay. That being said, there are a number of these that you may be familiar with, such as Pluto TV. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Heard TV. of it. Mm-hmm. Heard of it, yeah. And Freevee, which, which used to be mm-hmm. IMDB TV. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering and, what happened to IMDB TV because yeah, it's been a while since I've heard anything about it. It's Freevee now. So. Okay. 
which hey, they're just going with it and they're Amazon. They can do whatever they want. So yeah. Um, right. And the Roku channel, that's mm-hmm. which I recently just downloaded and their interface. I mean, they're all pretty much, they look the same and this does fall into something I'm going to get into in a minute, but first I need to, how do I say it? I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here because I have a bone to pick with <laughs> one of the OG fast TV channels. Okay. I know you've heard of it. Crackle. <laughs> yes. Why are you mad at them? What did they do? Because they are still the worst. Terrible? Yeah. <laughs> they're still they're terrible. Still terrible. Uh-huh. And sadly, they only have one show. I'm sitting here pounding my fist together. Let me calm down. Um, <laughs> they have the only show, the show that I love that used to be on Netflix. And now this is the only place I can find it. It's called mm-hmm. one. Uh, it's called W One A, and it's a show that I remember recommending to you to watch because of our shared love for David Tennant. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an original BBC show about the BBC, and it's narrated mm-hmm. by David Tennant and all the mm-hmm. shenanigans that go on at BBC. It's hilarious. I love the show. So, my issue with Crackle, if you've never used their service before, is they will just randomly drop in commercials whenever they feel like it. In just, the middle of sentences, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the climax of a scene, that sort of thing. Or just 30 seconds apart. Like you watch 30 seconds of the show, then all of a sudden, oh, time for an ad for, <laughs> I don't know, two minutes and then back to the show. And then another minute later, like, dude, the show is only like 10 minutes long. Why are you just bombarding? Because that's what happened when uh, comedians in cars getting coffee or comedians mm-hmm. getting coffee, whatever. Jerry Seinfeld oh show. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was on Crackle and it suffered the same issue until it went over to Netflix. I'm like, thank God it's over here now so I can watch it without, you know, issue. So Crackle is still terrible. And because I was trying to watch this show, I really couldn't get past episode two because the commercials would be happening and then it would freeze. And then I would try to go back and then it'll start me at the very beginning of the episode again. And then give me the same ad. And it's just, it's a hot mess. I don't know how they're still a, a thing, how they survived. And they have the nerve to have Crackle Originals. Like Oh, so their own shows now. They have their own shows. Wow. I don't even remember what they have are. Have you watched just, any of them? Absolutely not. I did not. <laughs> giving you them that time. I'm just trying to watch my one show. And I can't even watch that because you keep you giving me... <laughs> can't even think of what the commercials were anymore. I was just, just so upset. Oh, I'm I had so to get sorry. off my chest. <laughs> Been holding on to that for a couple of weeks now, but because I meant to mm-hmm. talk about it last episode. <sighs> so I think as for my show, W1A, I'm gonna have to try to find another means to get it. Mm-hmm. So figure that out later. In the meantime, going back to let's say 2B, for example. Now we're gonna well. We'll put a pin in Tubi. We're going to move over real quick to this whole Warner Brothers Discovery HBO Max debacle. Now, okay. are you familiar with anything that's going on over there? Mm, you gave me a very brief like overview of it, but I don't know. I just know that there is a debacle, but that's it. Okay. I'll break it down for you. So okay. last year... Warner Brothers and Discovery, who's, you know, basically Discovery Channel and a bunch of the shows mm-hmm. you like to watch are on the Discovery app. 
So Discovery actually bought Warner Brothers and all of its properties and everything. So they're merging mm-hmm. together and they decided mm-hmm. we're going to merge our apps together too. But yeah. before, while in the process of all doing all that, they also had to just write off a whole bunch of tax things uh, or mm-hmm. get rid of shows for tax purposes. So they say, and mm-hmm. I say that with, you know, disdain in your heart. Exactly. Right. And I, I don't trust all of it because I'm like, well, this is a way to get rid of shows you didn't really care for anyway. Exactly. And it's, it's terrible. It's really sad because there's really great programming. A lot of in, uh, animation got hit hard. So mm. it always gets the worst end of like any kind of business stick yeah. or shtick. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 So, so I still have, you know, some contempt in my heart, my heart of hearts because of that. And I don't know where I can watch close enough anymore because that was a really <laughs> great show that I feel that you and I, again, would relate to because it's about just people like us just trying to figure it out in this mm-hmm. adult world where we were just like, weren't we just kids yesterday? But yeah, but animated. I mean, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. That's a loss, man. That's a heartful thing when your show that you just really love you really enjoy just gets the axe for no reason and then you're just left with like okay well what now if it's not going to be streaming Mm -hmm. here is it going to be streaming anywhere and a lot of times unfortunately they they cut it until of course they find somewhere else to stream it hopefully but that not every show is is that lucky unfortunately unfortunately but that's where fast tv comes in and set sadly uh, as far as I know, Close Enough is not included in the so-called package that I'm aware of. But mm-hmm. over at Tubi, I don't know when this starts, but over at Tubi, they're going to have what they call mm-hmm. WBTV. And <laughs> okay, a lot of, I know, I mean, didn't they actually have a, a <laughs> legit channel called the WB? Yes, they did. They did. They did. Mm-hmm. Formerly <laughs> that's UPN. That's why I'm chuckling like, what? Didn't we? Formerly UPN, that's right. Mm-hmm. Like, Am I showing my age? <laughs> I, I am, because I remember it, too. Mm. Oh, that was the time. Anyway, <laughs> um, so a bunch of the shows that got cut or canceled, including Westworld for, I mean, I don't think the shows are going to be renewed. I just, they're just going to be living over there. So if you do want to watch it, you can. So mm-hmm. there's going to be a whole series of WBTV channels full of all the stuff that they cut from HBO Max and just other things that that's under the Warner Brothers, like, umbrella that they don't have anywhere to put because apparently HBO Max was too big or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's or maybe it's it could be a little bit of like selling it off since they I guess they don't have like the licenses or anything anymore. So yeah. Give it to you guys. So so that's where some of that stuff is going. And I still have mixed feelings about it because again I don't know what's happening with some of the shows I actually watched. Like uh, Close Enough is one of them. Infinity Train is one that mm-hmm. I didn't get to finish watching, and I really wanted to scramble because I knew it was leaving. It was mm-hmm. already on the chopping block. So I missed the last season. And mm. great storytelling, great animation, and just gone. So, so have you have you Googled the, the shows and see to just to see if they're being uh like if they're if any other station picked them up? Not a station, but a streaming service. <laughs> Right. And technically, I can still watch them. I just need to get a VPN and tap into some other country that still carries it. 
So, mm-hmm. but that that takes more time and work, and I don't feel it like does. doing that right now. And I don't know if I can right. do that to my. And I'm saying it out loud, and I know people are probably just chiming in saying, "Hey, I know how to do it. You, it's not that hard. Just do blah blah blah." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm still stuck thinking I probably can only use it on my computer. Do I? Can I use my TV? Or, don't ask. Don't tell me. I don't really want to know. I'm just just being bitter. Let me be bitter." <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on because I also want to talk about phase five of the MCU. Ooh, yeah. So I'm sure you've been hearing just like all of us that they've been having some issues and there's some delays. Yeah. What what have you heard? I'm sorry. I don't want to speak for you. Just that there's issues and issues and delays, but that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really, I'm really out of the loop. I just hear stuff. I'm like, oh, somebody will. Break it down for me later, and then I'll move on. <laughs> well, in, in short, in, in well, here I am. So, in short, it's um, I guess based on overall audience reviews of what's been happening, at least how maybe Phase Four kind of closed out, uh, mm. and even what's coming up for Phase Five. It's almost as if we're being bombarded. It's not even as if I think we actually are being bombarded with a lot of Marvel content, and mm. the people who create it aren't having enough time to fully flesh it out and make sure that it's up to the standards of like the first three phases that we got. So that's Mm. kind of the short story of what's happening. That I can see that though, because I mean, I can see that there's so much Marvel content to consume. And especially if you've never, if you've not kept up with it and you want to start watching it, it's, I'm sure, very overwhelming to figure out where to start because, mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning of phase one, well, really, I guess all of phase one or whatever it is that we just finished. What did we just finish? I guess phase three, where we ended we with phase Infinity. four. We finished phase four. Yeah, because this new Ant-Man was supposed to start phase five, from my understanding. Okay. So that's a lot of phases and that's like 10 years worth of content over multiple different uh, platforms and like even like Daniel, he's, he's seen Marvel movies, but he hasn't seen like the whole shebang. And he's like, it's just too many of them. I don't want to, um, I don't understand that uh, sentiment, but I'm also mm-hmm. into Marvel and I, you know, I've kept up with it for the most part. And like, there's a couple of, of shows and a couple of movies I haven't seen, but for the most part, I've seen them all. And mm-hmm. I saw them when they first came out type of situation. So I don't know. It's hard to, for folks to kind of invest in stuff when there is so much content and and a lot of times it is, you know, overwhelming, you know, I get it. And I I think that's, that's kind of why Kevin Feige and even Bob Iger to an extent who's, uh, Mm -hmm. and I wrote this down. I think it's my boss's 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 boss. (laughs) <laughs> I think six levels deep, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I believe they they noticed that the quality was starting to dwindle. So like, mm-hmm. hey, let's space out Kevin Feige himself being spread too thin because normally mm-hmm. he's pretty hands-on with each project. Yeah. So mm-hmm. with, I mean, last year alone, I've already lost count how many things came out. Not just movies, but TV shows and specials. Right. And just right. so much. With varying qualities, depending on you know yeah. how you feel about it. So, 
yeah, let's let's breathe a little bit, space them out. Yeah. So that's why they've pushed some of these films back to later dates where some of them don't even have dates anymore. Because I think we're supposed mm. to get like five movies this year. So I think that's down to like maybe two or three. So one five okay. is a lot. It is. I it think. is. And yeah, I mean, had they been able to keep up the quality with mm. all of the quantity, then I think we're, we'd be talking about a different thing now. And I'd be all in like, okay, just keep them coming. But only if the quality was still there. So, that so do seems you to be... think that the quality is down? I see the cracks. And... Mm-hmm. I can I hear the complaints and the complaints mm-hmm. are coming from within the building. I'm not talking about actual Disney employees. I'm talking about more of the VX, the, the VX artists who mm. were taking, I don't say they're taking their time with, with Black Panther, but they had to kind of hurry up to finish that one so they can work on Ant-Man and uh, their, okay. their release dates were like months apart. So it's not a lot of. Time. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. And between that, and there are, I guess, script changes happening, like episodes mm-hmm. like a month before the release date. And mm-hmm. I, that could be different reasons, but there's there's things that are that's definitely happening behind the scenes that's breaking down in quality. And I think mm-hmm. by them giving them more time to polish things, like, okay, let's really make sure this is good. Like, this is what we intended to do. This is what we wanted to do. This is what they want to see. And this is the story we, want, we really want to tell not you know mm-hmm. answering to too many people they don't want to become dc uh which hopefully right. they're in better hands now with uh oh my god i forgot uh, james gunn and mm-hmm. the other guy who keep forgetting his name but <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, and that that guy and, and i've got good feelings i got i got good hopes i know a lot of people are still kind of upset about the whole henry cavill thing and and, mm, and yeah. snyderverse and i mean we had this, we had the moment and we were able to get the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. We did. And I was right. So I, I don't, I don't know. We're not going back. So just let it go. <laughs> Do your yeah. best. Put on your big boy pants. Cause most of them are our little boys. So yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that was kind of my little just update. Just, just wanted to get that out to you. Just phase five. Like, okay. I I was at first like why are we why is it all delayed what's happening I want my I want my Marvel but I also want my Marvel to be good so right because it's if it's not good it's not Marvel right so like frankly it goes, to, it goes back to the adage you want it done good oh, wait do you want it done fast or you want it done right so right yeah right. so so yeah that was my little uh thing there so now we can get into some <laughs> segments that I had. So I promised you some space news. Which means I need to pull up my let's article here. All right. Uh, let's see here. That is not the right article, but I will read it to you anyway. This has nothing to do with space, but Ostrom firm obtains mammoth DNA sequence makes mammoth meatballs. No. <laughs> Wait a second. What? I'm uh, I did read this article previously, so I'm not going to go read it again, but the crib notes for you. Uh, a firm in Australia, some science people, sciencing, they decided to take um, 
strands of DNA from mammoth and whatever mm-hmm. what mammoths, mammoth eye, would they, they took the missing parts and replaced it with elephants. So they're able to produce the muscle meat of a mammoth. And what? from that, they were able to, I guess, grind it up, I suppose, and make oh. meatballs. No, I just, why? I love like, that you your can't... first response was no, like just a definitive, like, no. <laughs> because why? Like, well, they, they have a good reason. Um, is, I'm looking for is the, there a good reason? Is after I read it, I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. Long story short, they're trying to end world hunger. And they're also trying to pretty much shine a light on climate change. And they decided to use the mammoth rather than the dodo, which was actually a direct result of humans overhunting them. Stay with me. Stay with me. I'm with you. They they thought about bringing like the dodo back, not, you know, fully as like, you know, Hey, the dodos are back. They're running around, but no, (laughs) they were going to do dodo nuggets. (laughs) It's just funny to say out loud. Um, but they're going to do that, but they decided to do the mammoth instead because the mammoth seemed like a good representation of climate change since, you know, it was back in colden times and it's getting warm. <laughs> golden times, <laughs> that yes. That is what <sighs> I said, yes. And um, let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, through... Though the team chose mammoth because it's a symbol of diversity loss and a symbol of mm-hmm. climate change. Uh, the process could work where a biopsy from the, oh, that just explains how it's made. Uh, but I wanted to get to this last portion here. Um, yeah, they weren't, they didn't have enough of the genetic material to make a dodo or at least dodo nuggets. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see, long-term, here it is. Long-term, the team hopes to reduce manufacturing costs to make cultured meats competitive with and eventually replace traditionally farmed meats. But initially, they are focusing on fine dining restaurants where chefs are adventurous enough to play and customers are prepared to pay a premium. Wow, that was a lot of alliteration there. As well as more, tra- as well as more traditional meats, like chicken and beef, the team have previously talked about the potential of creating zebra meat or zebra meat for our folks across the pond, as mm-hmm. well as yak and gal- uh, Galapagos tortoise meat, which Charles Darwin found to be delicious. So, wow. Something for you to chew on. I mean, I mean, I hear, I mean, I hear you. I just, Wow. I don't know what to say to that, mm. but other than wow, mm. would you would you try a, a mammoth meatball? Of course, I would try it, but mm. it, like, would try it and and should you know? I, I mean, you're know. not hurting anybody. They're they're not even alive. Like they were, but like you're not eating an actual like this mammoth mammoth died for me. Like it already, you know, it already did. <laughs> yeah, already already dead. Yeah. Like it woke up dead, so you're fine. <laughs> woke up dead. I would try it. I think I would try it. I think. Would you? Yes, you would. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you think you know me, but yes, I, I definitely I would try it. And oh, I, I would you. be, I would be the one that would try it, like without any like, I, I want to taste like how. I guess a mammoth would taste like the meat before you start adding seasonings to it. So it's like, okay, okay, I know what the base is. Now 
Let's add the salt and the pepper. Does it need steak mm-hmm. sauce? Does it need to be marinated? You know, all those things. Mm-hmm. But I need to taste the base first. And okay. We'll go from and there. And then you can use it. Yeah. Yeah. Got and maybe, you know, it depends it. on how it's cooked too. Is it sauteed? Is it broiled? You know, let's, you know, figure it out. So that's, gotcha. again, that wasn't what I was supposed to talk about. I was supposed to talk about space. So the, <laughs> the headline here is the unfathomable Z229-15. That's actually the name of the galaxy. Everything in one place all at once. So <gasps> what did you, are you gasping at the title of the headline? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I did you hear the story movie. already? I know you do. No. I know you, and that's that's also what like kind of caught my attention was the the headline, but it was definitely more about the galaxy itself and why it's so unique and why it's so special because it's like um three kind of galaxies that not galaxies, but three specific phenomena at one time. Mm-hmm. So this galaxy is an active galactic nucleus or an AGN and sometimes mm-hmm. okay. known as a quasar mm-hmm. and sometimes as a uh, Seyfert galaxy, which I'm not really sure what that is. I don't think it really broke that down unless it does later in this article, which I did previously read. I've been doing better at doing that. So at least I'm not going in, you know, unaware like, Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't want to read this at all, but no, um, right. but it is an active galaxy. It's got a quasar within it, and its core, like our own galaxy, is a massive black hole. Mm-hmm. So, the and it's super, super bright, super bright because of the black hole. And I know that might sound counterproductive to those who are unaware and initiated, but just real quick, black holes—they have these disks that swarm around them of all this energy mm-hmm. that's just swarming and getting really, really like it spins around so fast, gets so hot and just, you know, the energy that's blasted off is so bright. That is why the galaxy is like the center is so bright because the black mm-hmm. hole is doing it mm-hmm. um, wow. before some of it actually gets sucked into it. And um, let's see. Doot, 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 doot. But yeah, that's what makes this particular AGN or this galaxy so bright. The quasars are, or yeah, sorry, quasars are a particular type of AGN. They are typically both extremely bright and extremely distant from Earth. Several hundred million light years is considered nearby for a quasar. So that wow. makes this Z two two nine dash fifteen local. So yeah, it's it's close by. Awesome, yeah. really close to it. Uh, it's great. To know. Yeah, I mean. Vacation, you know, whatever. <laughs> Often an AGN is so bright that the, it. I'm sorry, so bright that the rest of the galaxy cannot be seen, but Seyfert galaxies are active galaxies that host very bright AGNs or quasars mm-hmm. while the rest of the galaxy is still observable. So Z229-15 is a Seyfert galaxy that contains mm-hmm. a quasar and that by definition hosts an AGN. So it's all about this classification thing. And really this whole story came about because of this awesome picture, which I will now send to you so you can do what you will with it for like, for me, it's um, one of my uh, desktop backgrounds because it's like, Ooh, it's so pretty because it's, it's a picture of a galaxy. But the fact that you can see the galaxy and everything around it is what mm-hmm. makes it special and what's inside of the galaxy. So, yeah. 
So yeah, that's your right. space news. It's very technical, very sciencey. I tried to break it down the best I could after reading it a couple times earlier today. So did I'm I feel like I, I no matter what I probably would have lost you somewhere. Probably no, I understood it. No, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I needed you to break down AGN what that was, but I understood you did a good job. Oh, thanks, thanks. They kept they kept mentioning it, so I was like, okay, I need to process what an AGN is and that's basically active mm-hmm. galactic nucleus network thing but yeah and just all these <laughs> things that doesn't normally happen in at least one galaxy like this so that's what makes it special mm-hmm. and the picture is pretty so yeah which I said I'll send to you but I'm working on doing that and talking to you at the same time so there's that but we will move on from that and we actually have a word watch for today and where's my little button? Word watch. This word watch is brought to you by our good friend Birdo, who's been out there doing a Broadway tour in New York, New York City. So <laughs> I don't know if he's back home now, but uh, this was uh, brought to us by him a while ago. So I just want I just want mm-hmm. him to know that we are paying attention. So we are. Yeah. I just kind of forgot sometimes, like, oh, yeah, he gave us a word, and I wouldn't remember until after the show was over. Anyway, got the morbs. Do you got the morbs? Got the what? <laughs> got the morbs is a old Victorian slang. Like, okay, I didn't have to say old, because once you say Victorian, you know it's old. But It's automatically old. <laughs> exactly. But I, I guess saying old Victorian is like really old like at the beginning of the victorian era so mm-hmm. it's a victorian slang for melancholy or sadness <laughs> or maybe wow. my favorite one crestfallen oh, that I is my favorite i love that as well it's mm-hmm. so poetic so poetic. and i guess it just wouldn't be as pro uh poetic if you were just to be like oh i got the morbs or just going to see her. <laughs> see, this is exactly what happened to me. Like I was just envisioning and <laughs> I was at my desk all by myself and uh-huh. just thinking about <laughs> see, I'm already laughing now, but just thinking about just coming up to someone who's looking sad. It's like, hey, do you got the morphs? Or <laughs> or someone telling me that. It's like they're it just looking sad. Like not what you think it is or should be. Right. It. I want my brain automatically wants to correct it to something else, and I'm like, whoa, 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 that's not it. Uh, it's you're thinking of something else, but they're saying morbs, morbs. Okay, right. yeah. And what do? You, well, what are you thinking? Like, if you hear that, and not knowing like what it means now, but like hearing it, what does it sound like to well, you? Well, it, I hear morbs, but my brain wants to autocorrect to Doctor Orleans. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yes. I mean, it just does. I can't help that, okay? I mean, but for me, I, I hear it. And and again, I think it has to do with other things I've been kind of consuming. But I think of the movie Morbius, which I still haven't seen. But there's that whole meme. Terrible. I did too. I have not watched it for myself. <laughs> but one day, yeah. one day, I mean, we do have a knack for, for terrible movies. So we, I'm, we I'm do, including, but I don't know. This, uh, I'm including uh, you. Uh, yeah. I mean, sure, but I like terribly good movies. It but, might be. Uh, 
okay. it might it might be uh-huh. so I, I i see this phrase i got the morbs i, I kind of think about uh jared leto as morbius and him looking sad so you got the yeah. morbs i don't know or you're about to turn into a vampire or i don't know you're hungry for blood all I have to do with Morbius. So that's also aside from just chuckling. Mm-hmm. Regardless, thank you, Berto, because this was fun. <laughs> yeah. Definitely for me. Now, I'm ashamed I'm going to have to do this because I was, I legit tried to look, but I guess I didn't look hard enough. But I do not have a black history fact for you today. And I mean, I have oh a whole, my God. I have a whole calendar devoted to, black history facts for each day, but none of them really like stood out to me as like interesting or, or things to like be noteworthy about. I'm like, uh, like it just, it's just a shrug. I mean, oh, no. by not naming anyone or naming anything, I'm, I feel like I'm not dismissing anyone because I haven't named anyone because surely important things in black history have happened today previously <laughs> or, or mm-hmm. happened yesterday or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, and, and I like to explain this every so often. I usually only like to pick things that I find that interest me, that get me going. Like, wow, that's, yeah. that's really cool. So, you know, don't put a placeholder for here. I'll put a pin. And next episode, I'll do my best to try to find two Black History Facts just mm-hmm. to make up for this one. So there's that. Deal. So with that said, we're going to move into our final segments. Final? Yeah. Yes. Um our moment of gratitude. I wrote out mine for a specific reason, but I want to see if you want to go first. Uh, you can go first. Right. And this was actually thanks to you in a conversation we had earlier today. And um, yeah, I know. I want to uh, just take a moment of gratitude for neurodivergent TikTok, as mm, well as like yeah. AD, ADH TikTok or AD. Did I say ADH? ADHD. ADHD. Yeah, okay, ADHD. Yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. a letter. <laughs> and um, <laughs> all the mental health awareness TikToks that exist out there to, and I loved how you put it, where they basically are out there to express how they feel, how they view the world. So people like us, the neurotypical people, can kind of understand them a little better. So what I wrote down mm-hmm. is the definition of what neural neurodivergent means because it mm-hmm. is still somewhat a relatively new term that's i don't say that it's just coming around but i can think of people that i know that haven't heard of it before so i just want to say what it is and define it so people kind of have a better understanding and it's a differing in mental or neurological function from what is considered typical or normal frequently used with reference to the autism spectrum disorders or you're just not neurotypical which is to say like you think atypically like i would say mm-hmm. you and i are neurotypical mm-hmm. and there's a little sentence example here sentence example there are some things that neurotypical people just know or can figure out and that neurodivergent students may need to have a model for so mm-hmm. yes just a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, that's what this is. <laughs> I included the definition for neurotypical 
and that is not displaying or characterized by autistic or neurologically atypical patterns of thought or behavior. In other words, neurotypical individuals often assume that their existence, or I'm sorry, their experience of the world is either the one, is either only one or the only correct one. Mm -hmm. That sentence was worded weird for me to read out Mm -hmm. loud. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to have that there just so I didn't misspeak and people can understand what that hopefully means. So if you do hear the term out in the wild, you know what it is. And hey, maybe you might be neurodivergent yourself. Some of my best friends are. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people are finding out. Yeah, I am. I think a lot of people are, thanks to platforms like TikTok that are just bridging gaps and and bridging people together across cultures, across the globe, across countries. I mean, we're just exchanging information and making things that used to not be so accessible, very accessible. And Mm -hmm. that uh, is an amazing thing. We really are in the technology age and to be able to identify these types of thought patterns and, um, you know, brain makeup is like a huge thing. We, we used to not have this just a few years ago, even. And so right. um, it's bringing to light so much, so much in so many areas. And it's really a beautiful thing. It's a little scary, but it's, it's beautiful at the same time, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if anything, I feel like just everyone just wants to be understood. So yeah. by people making these TikToks or, or just kind of breaking down how it is that they think and explaining it to people like me, that's like, oh, okay, now I get it. So, you know, um, if anything, I can adjust to them a, a bit easier because like, oh, I, I might have to break this down or or slow it down or explain it differently, whatever it takes mm-hmm. to, to help you understood be understood or you understand me so yeah so i'm grateful for those people that do that and take that time to help us along so we can mm-hmm. all enjoy this world together yes. yes so what are you grateful for well i was gonna say something real not as cool as what you said <laughs> <laughs> and that's because okay I- you can do I need to make like fart sounds or something just to clear the air? No, you know. Oh. I want to smell that through the phone, through the Zoom. He Ew. said make fart sounds. I didn't say I was actually going to fart. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. sure. Well, I don't have, I don't have that. Okay, there, there. <laughs> the, the air is cleared. The air is cleared. Yes. So you well, can... I'm, I'm grateful for definitely adding on to what you said or stealing it thankful for tiktok and neurodivergent tiktok and all the voices that are contributing there because uh, just to add on to our conversation just a minute ago is <clears throat> even today daniel sent me a tiktok about like his experience with uh, finding and keeping jobs and how it was very um, like his experience is just way different than mine in, in most areas in life just because of how our brain chemistry is made up and how, how we're made. And so I'm often times trying to understand where he's coming from and trying to understand why he does a certain thing. And 
um, honestly, the videos, having someone else kind of explain it in their own words or even giving a visual of what it's like to uh, start a task and not be able to finish it and then find that task again that you completely forgot about because you walked away from it like that. I don't understand that experience because I, I am not neurodivergent. But to see someone kind of demonstrated and illustrated in that way helps to helps us with communication and, and understanding each other. So I am grateful for that as well. Um, and I am also grateful for my new office. So I um well, Daniel and I are, are basically uh, repurposing a prime spot in our closet. It's like a walk-in closet, not a huge one, but it is a walk-in closet. And uh, we are repurposing just that space. There's this unused space in the closet as my office area. So I'm mm. very excited about it. I'm getting a custom-made desk by the D&D crew, which is you know Daniel and Dawn oh. which is me <laughs> and so oh, you know, we're, yeah, so you get, I'm kidding I love it I love it it's great <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's exciting because we like to do projects like this together and um it's I love craft now this is not exactly a craft but I love yeah doing it's stuff much bigger than a craft but yeah it's much bigger than a craft but like I'm woodworking I'm staining stuff you know, when we get done here, we're going to put up some wallpaper. Like, I just love doing stuff like this. And it's, like, already my dream spot because, you know, even in my old office, I wasn't able to do a whole lot of stuff th- that I'm able to do now um, with this smaller space. So I'm very excited about it. It's been a long time coming. It is much needed, and it's actually coming together. It's coming along, and it's um, still got a lot of work to do, but we've started the work, so I'm very grateful for that. I'm excited. Um, yeah, and I'm very much grateful for you for suggesting chairs because I clearly don't know what I'm doing when using the Googles. So thank you. I mean, it, it was it really was nothing. It was nothing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to change the subject slightly, but do you think you might? And I know you. We already talked about this part. Well, off mic. Kind of, you have a hard time documenting your progress, but would you want to share that on Patreon? Maybe like pictures of, of like, not necessarily the before. I guess you have to do the before if you can do the after. You gotta do the but, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'll share it. Okay, and and, and even a couple pictures. of days. <laughs> yeah, and you showed me a couple of them. So I mean, I'm like, okay, that, that's a piece of wood. All right, that's. You know, some, I <laughs> yeah. knew what it was, but yeah. still like, okay. But, and then you, you had to kind of explain vision. to me how it was going to work. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what we've been talking about as she had started this project, which she did start over the weekend. And it's mm-hmm. just seeing it come together. And I'm looking, I'm waiting to see that part of it. It's like, oh, now I see it. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping I get to see it before it completes. So yeah, I'll be right there on you, but I'm already supporting. I'm already, I'm already there. I'm with you. And I'm, I think you already told me before about uh, what is it, the lighting you might want to work out or try to have figured out. I'm not sure if that's even for the office. Is that just in general? Oh, that was for the office. I think I'm 
So I was thinking about getting like some string, not string lights, but uh, I guess a strip light is what you call it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I found something else that is kind of better, I think. Um, I will. I don't know if it's better, but basically they're like a wireless um, remote controllable lights that are in these cute little sconces. So they look real bougie, but again, wireless. Send me a link. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I could do that because I was going to send you a picture, but they're not even together yet because it all just came today. Anyway. Oh, you already um, got them. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, very grateful for um, uh, Amazon as well. We mm-hmm. we love them, even though we kind of hate them, but we love them today. Well, it, I um, guess it's it's more so the the CEO person, and maybe their business the model. It's the CEO, and yeah. a little bit the business model. So it's a lot of Amazon that I don't like. Well, right, how quickly I, they get me stuff. Exactly, and I can't. <laughs> I don't want to give that up. And people are like, like "Hey, Amazon!" I'm like, I know. Like, but how? But, how do we click that? Where am I going to get my five-pound bag of gummy bears? So exactly, yeah, exactly. And I don't want to go outside. You want me to go outside? Oh, that's ridiculous. This is 2023. I'm talking about so recommendations. Um, I don't know if you're in search mode. Do you want me to go first again, or do you have your recommendation ready? Go. You go first. Okay. So my recommendation is the Teske brothers. I'm hopefully I'm pronouncing their name mm. correctly, mm-hmm. but uh, this, and I, I actually went back, Courtney, to the text message I sent you, how I described them to you, because I'm like, I mm-hmm. don't think I could probably do a better job than that. So, mm-hmm. and um, they have a new album on the way. I don't know when it's going to be released. They just been steadily putting out new songs. I highly, strongly, thoroughly recommend the song um, Oceans of Emotions. Mm-hmm. So good. If you want something just a little bit older, and by older, I'd mean, I think maybe two or three years, maybe. Uh, another fantastic song is, oh, the name is just out of my reach. <laughs> uh, so Caught Up. There it is. So Caught Up. Caught. So Caught Up. Sorry. That was losing my voice. Mm-hmm. So Caught Up. Um, anyway, to describe them, they are a blues blues rock with so much soul pure and heartbreaking in the best way with music soaked in age, sun-beaten vinyl records and some dusty blues bar. So beautiful, beautiful hopefully explanation. You, you get that feeling when you hear them sing because mm-hmm. good Lord, if they didn't come out of the womb, just smoking cigarettes <laughs> already. Not, I don't know if I'm not saying that's how they got their voice that way, but I do know that's that is is. a way to get. Yeah. I mean, they're That's Australian too. I forgot to mention that part. Yeah, mm. they're they're straight up Australians because they, I have heard them speak. So I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my god! <laughs> and that's what actually made me go look them up further because I think I was listening to a live album, and they're like, I'm not going to do the Australian accent because that can just be offensive. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So and then I had to go <laughs> research because I'm like, is this somebody introducing them? Like, no, this is them. This is they are Australians just sounding just like they're just dripping in soul and i love it and Mm -hmm. their last album i think i had on repeat like for a day (laughs) and like you know what i really love this song nope i lied i really love this song nope i really love yeah (laughs) 
So, and I still have their first album to go to. I still haven't really dove into that one, but I am anticip like anticipatingly anxious or anxiously anticipating. Good Lord, I can't even speak for their mm-hmm. next album. Not even sure what it's called, but I'm ready for it. So, the Teskey Brothers is my recommendation. Now, when I told you about them, did you look? Did you listen to anything? I did. Chance? I listened mm. to that song that you sent, and you're right. Like your description is spot on, and yeah, I haven't gotten too deep in like listening to. Do you have your recommendation? I do. I've lately been wanting more, um, just simple stuff to watch, nostalgia, and so I was like, "Huh, Boy Meets World." So mm. I suggest uh, and recommend going back to watch Boy Meets World if ever. I know that I watched that on uh, was it TGIF? Like think TGIF on Fridays mm-hmm. on ABCs. I'm I'm not Ooh, sure. That was a time. <laughs> that yes. was a time. That was a while ago. So I'm pretty sure that's when I watched it. But I tuned in every Friday, watched it, and I grew up with Boy Meets World and loved it in my household. So I have been wanting to go back and watch that, and so I did. I started. Um, yesterday I started with season five because there's specific episodes I want to watch again. Like mm-hmm. I want to watch when Topanga and Corey, um, spoiler, when they get engaged um, at their graduation. I wanted to see them get married and I wanted to see just a couple of other episodes. And, but I didn't want to watch the whole series because that's, I mean, there's seven seasons and there's just the earlier seasons. I just wasn't, you know, whatever. But I started at season five when Sean's half brother Jack comes in, back into the picture in his life, and Sean mm. and Angela dating because they're the only interracial couple, you know, the first that I've ever seen on TV, and I was like, "What?" So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just having a time watching the show again. It's very cheesy, very corny, and I love it. I'm here for it. As as I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm wondering if Topanga was my first TV crush. I feel like she was everybody's first TV crush. She was she was great. Is great. Mm. Are you kidding me? I've never seen Girl Meets World because I oh no, but I not interested. Not interested. But I love the fact that both um, is it Fred Savage or is it Ben Savage? Anyway, the guy who plays Ben Savage. Yeah, because Fred yeah. Savage was on The Wonder Years, his Correct. older brother. Okay, right. so Ben Savage and um, not Amy Fisher, Amber, the girl who plays mm. Topanga, <laughs> they're both, <laughs> you know, they reprise their roles as the parents of the girl. <laughs> She's just going to be Topanga forever. Danielle Fisher, that's her name. So, uh, okay, um, yep. So, but yeah, I'm not interested. I like, I want to see them, but I, I don't want to watch that show. It's a Disney show now. Mm-hmm. No, nope, not interested. Mm-hmm. Um, but Boy Meets World, the original, go watch it. It's on Disney. So, yay. Hmm. I think it just might, just because you're right. Sometimes you just need TV just to something, you know, nostalgic, something. Uh, what is, I keep forgetting the term. And I use this to describe Grand Crew, where it's like low stakes. That's it. It's low stakes. And just, mm-hmm. yes. it's yes. comfort TV. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's like pulling up a blanket and just like, oh, okay, 
I I'm feel safe now because I don't have to worry about something crazy happening unless they have one of those special episodes. You know it's coming because, I don't know, somebody has a little packet of something and then you hear the music playing and like, come on. I mean, Full House did it all the time, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. don't talk about try to skip those episodes. So, right. but yes, <laughs> oh, Boy Meets World. Yeah, that brings me back. Uh, family, uh, yeah. family matters and well, Full yes. House, like I said, step by step. I've been Hang on, Mr. Yep. Cooper. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Love those shows. Ah, nostalgia, warm fuzzy feeling. No, I know, I know, I love it. Well, that will do it for this episode of the New Podcast. And by the way, I have been putting stuff on the Patreon. There is a video there, at least I think fifteen minutes long, maybe. Just me kind of talking about what you might want to see on the uh, Patreon. And that should be free at this point. When I first posted it, it was not free for a week. So only the patrons got to see it. So just imagine if you were a patron, you could see it whenever you wanted to. But I'm actually going to put stuff that's only available for patrons, including finally the first ever episode of Indube After Dark. Yeah, that'll be there. <laughs> hopefully, I know, mm-hmm. like, hopefully within like 24 hours or so, whenever I post this one, because I know it takes me a long time to do that, but I get busy, I get busy. So, hopefully, that'll be there. And uh, you can check that out. It's just us being, I mean, a regular conversation. In fact, I think it'll probably include a conversation that probably would have been in this episode, but we just started talking when we got on. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, anywhere you can be found, are you still being um, just off the grid in your, uh, I had a name for it, but I just forgot, but we'll just say office, just hiding out in in your office. Yep, I'm off the grid. Uh, If you can find me. uh, In your hidey hole. You are. Your hidey hole. My little hidey hole. I, I prefer to call it a cubby or a nook. I prefer nook. Um, but Cubby, Cubby, if you like hide and hole, you know, no, it's a nook. You never, you never <laughs> liked that term, even when like I remember I think really Berto and I were talking about it. You're like, I don't like hide and like hole. It. I don't like it. It's, it's something about it. it just makes me like, ugh. I don't like it. It's <laughs> oh, a that's what she boy. said joke waiting to happen, but it's not at the same time. So mm-hmm. it's I mean technically so is nook or Cubby. But it's not mm-hmm. so obvious, you know? <laughs> right, right. Mm. Very well. I don't like um, it. Your... <laughs> My nook. <laughs> you don't need to put an exclamation point on it. It's supposed to be gentle. Like, you know, it's my nook. Do you want to, you want to <laughs> call it your cranny? Do you want to be in your cranny? No. Uh, oh, that my worse? goodness. That's worse than Heidi Hole. But hey, you can have a whole show named in, you call it Courtney's Cranny. Wow, that's just terrible. Uh, we're treading into <laughs> in Doob after, after Dark Territory. Dark, right. And I know. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening, stopping by and pressing play. I've been your benevolent host. You can find me at all things at Indube. And I forgot to hit the button again. That's going to play me out. And there it goes. But yes, you can find me at all those places at Indube. Mostly on Black Twitter, usually, <laughs> and um, Twitter on occasion, and Instagram, even though Facebook is terrible. Uh, thank you for stopping by and pressing play. I've been your beautiful host, Steve Watson.
Thank you so much for listening to the Indube Podcast. To get more Indube in your life, check out Indube.com, Patreon.com slash Indube, and of course, merch over at Public. Email us your Ask Indube questions, comments, or just say hi at IndubePod at gmail.com. Linky dinks in the description. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, and hashtag tell your friends. Until next time. Why did this talk? We'd all fall off. That's what I meant to say. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> yes, that. <laughs>